The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week we will discuss tools, tips, and ways to radiate your best life ever, interviewing practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Before we get started, I just wanted to give a huge shout out and word of gratitude for those who are keeping us going. Everybody who's working in the medical field, all of our doctors and nurses, all of the people working in the hospitals, and all of the people at the grocery stores, convenience stores, and gas stations who are keeping us going. Thank you. That means so much. And to those of us who are confined at home, keep it up. Nobody likes this, and it's not fun, but there's a lot to be gained from it, especially our health. So thank you, everyone. We are in this together. Hello, and welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I am joined today by Trish Breed, who is the clean witch. We are here to radiate a conscious lifestyle, which uh, Trish, of course, does with all of the services she provides. I've been really looking forward to this interview. Trish, how are you today? Thank you for joining me. I am healthy and grateful. And how are you? <laughs> same, same, healthy, staying healthy. You know, I'm here at the office in Centered Spirit, and uh, where, I, where I share an office with Kathy Lesmeister, and we have your products here. Thank, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> for that little shameless plug, Germs Beyond <laughs> Disinfecting Spray. I love your logo. It says the clean witch conjuring joy. How do you conjure joy, Trish? So my first, um, the first thing I like to do is be really intentional in terms of working with clients to make sure they're mindful and aware of their space, whether it be their living or workspace. I think that you first you have to begin with mindfulness. So you have to begin with mindfulness. And then from there, we work on intention. Right. And then right action. And my action or my services would be decluttering, Mm -hmm. feng shui, Mm -hmm. as well as holistic living services and cleansing. What what are holistic living services? What does that entail? So this is a, a new service I started offering in the last year. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the business began um, with the cleansing and then migrated into decluttering and feng shui as I've grown. Um, but the holistic living is really for individuals that want to learn how to live more eco health and chi conscious. I offer two different types of um, opportunities for this. One is a one-on-one consult Uh and the other is a group gathering. So, um, so for example, you know, you might want to learn how to be more, um, especially now we're very worried with the cleanliness, right? The cleanliness aspects of our home. So one of the concerns I have is that as we're talking about cleanliness and being mindful of this virus, you know, to ensure our own health, our own health and that of others, there's a lot of emphasis on bleach. So coming from my perspective, bleach is not the healthiest choice or the most eco-friendly choice. So um, I, I came to becoming the clean witch because I have asthma. I'm a chronic asthmatic and I I have a compromised immune system due to some other issues. So um, a very kind holistic practitioner, I'm, acupuncturist um, approximately 20 years ago said to me um, have you considered how you're cleaning your space Hmm. so he planted the seed Mm -hmm. and um, this has begun a very long journey (laughs) and a lot of research (laughs) so the holistic gatherings um, I really focus on teaching you how to clean your home in a way with less chemicals that support your health and intentions so, um, and I'll back to the, the bleach. If you look at the ewg.org, which is a great website to have some understanding of cleaning products, there's a lot of misconceptions. We believe if something's on the shelf, that it's safe, that someone is regulating that product for our well-being. Mm-hmm. And that's not true when it comes to cleaning products. Ah, right, right. In fact, they don't legally have to tell you all the ingredients. Really? So, no. No, 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 they do not. So um, there are some laws being considered and enacted in uh, California, as well as New York State, but that is not federal. Okay. So it does not affect the majority of us at this time. Right. Well, I know that there are some things like bleach, you don't want to combine it with different things. And there are some things like ammonia, you don't want to combine with certain things. No things, and the thing is, they they might be able to tell you what the what is the main ingredient is, perhaps, but certainly I don't ever see any warnings. No, there's, there's no so there's no FDA regulations on cleaning products. I think that's where the greatest misconception is. People assume this is they can buy it in a market, right? That it's likely under the jurisdiction of FDA, and it's not. When they refer to safety standards, they're referring to their own in house. Safety standards. Oh my! So, yeah. Do you want to take a deep breath? <laughs> right. How do we? How far do we go down the rabbit hole? Exactly. So I don't want to frighten anyone. That's not my goal. My goal is just to create, to to share information, give you a better sense of knowledge, so you can make informed and decisions that are better for yourself, for your family, for your community, as well as our environment, and to improve the flow of chi within your life, in your in your space. So. Yeah. So one of the things that, you know, I always recommend that EW, it's EWG.org is a great website to get some additional information. Um, the one thing that probably separates myself from places like P&G is that I do list all the ingredients, in all of my products. I believe in 100% transparency. As somebody with asthma and allergies, I know very well that a natural product, something from the earth, 
can also have sensitivities. We can have sensitivities to that too as well. So I like for everyone to be able to make a decision for themselves, what's in their best self-interest and their health, correct? So that's all listed. Um, I also give a lot of education in the gatherings about like what we don't mix together. So, you know, vinegar and peroxide are great on their own. (laughs) You don't ever want to mix them together. Uh Uh-oh, what do you want? It creates an acid that becomes a noxious gas and it can also be corrosive to the fixture that you're putting it on. Oh. So it's really important. There's a lot of, unfortunately, there's a lot of information as we're well aware on the internet that is not exactly accurate. So one of the reasons I do recommend these gatherings is it's a really great and affordable way to share some time with some friends while we're physically distant, but social, right? right? And we can learn how to utilize different products. And it really takes just a few products in your home to make cleaning products. Mm. that are effective, they work, and they're highly effective. And um, at the same time, are better for you, your family, as well as for the environment. Yeah, so in these gatherings, it's it's a class? It's a class, yeah, it's a class. So um, I can, obviously, previous to our current situation, I was hosting yeah. these in people's homes, so it was very much a social gathering. And it's right. really meant to be something kind of educational and fun at the same time, kind of think of like old school Tupperware parties. Yeah, kind of exactly. Yeah, kind of out of that um, that idea, but it was really about education. Um, the Clean Witch obviously has our own product line, but at the same time, I really want to encourage others to do what's best for them. So you know, I really want to share that information. Um, and quite frankly, having someone come and cleanse your home or your living, your living or workspace may not be in your budget. And that's fine, but that doesn't mean that you are not allowed the opportunity to take better care of yourself. So I really am about fostering information. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, and I see, I, I understand your website is going to go undergo a major yeah. very soon. That's exciting. Yeah. It is that's exciting. <laughs> I know you were just like chomping at the bit. You can't, it's like, can it be today, right? Uh, oh, maybe by the time, maybe by the time this uh, episode drops, it may actually be possibly, possibly, possibly. Weeks from now. So, um, so I see that you list your services, you list your cleaning potions. So mm-hmm. you've got all kinds of, can you tell about, about your potions? Sure. So um, the other thing I realized is that we are in a society that believes we have to have a product for everything, right? Oh, we have I'm a sorry, counter. That, could you say that again? Sure. We, we live in a time where we've been told that we have to have a product for everything. Oh, right. So yeah, you have a toilet spray, you have a counter spray. No, I find that if things are more simple, if they're simplified, people are more likely to utilize them. Right. So um, I have the Wickedly Clean. That's a multi-purpose spray. Mm-hmm. And it's a really great bang for your buck because when it's about halfway full, there's sufficient magic in it that if you add distilled water, you'll get twice as much for your month, for your investment. Oh, interesting. So, and I've started offering because of the current state we find ourselves in and you know it causes a lot of adaptability right we have to learn to be adaptable but it's been really important for me to um, continue to support my clients health and well-being whether they've chosen to pause their services or continue at this time so I've started offering curbside refills 
Oh, oh, that's a great idea, Trish. So, um, and I'd like to continue that with people that are purchasing the products because I am very much not only for supporting your health and well-being, but also being that yesterday was Earth Day. Yeah. You know, they are plastic and PET. So it is a plastic, it is recyclable. It's specifically for the essential oils and the products are in there. The other reason it is plastic is because we're cleaning. And when we're cleaning, things get wet, they get slippery. Glass is dangerous. And as a feng shui practitioner, your safety is my number one concern. Absolutely. So I do do plastic. Do it's 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 uh, sorry. It is it is uh, packaged in a specific way for your safety as well as for the to for the ingredients that are within it. Um, so with that said, I'd like to extend that refill program to people that are purchasing because I'd like to lessen the amount of plastic in our environment. Mm-hmm. I love it. So um, even this this product is in aluminum. And yes, nice too, which is recycled. Yes. So in that product, which you have in your hands, this is a germ spigon. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's recyclable. And um, and also, if you clean it really well, you could also utilize it for other things. You would probably need to get a different sprayer. But the metal part of it, you could definitely, if sanitized in a um, dishwasher, you could reuse it. So um, again, we know we need to reduce, reuse as much as possible. Right. So, but the germ spigon comes in that 2.7 ounce that you just had in your hand. So it's great for your pocket or for your purse, a very personal size. Um, it also comes, thank you. Please, <laughs> <laughs> Vanna. I know. Um, I'll be Vanna for one second too. If I can just, let's see if I can reach without. Without coming unplugged. One second. Ah, okay. So, sorry, I got to get myself back together. So this is the 16 ounce germ spigon. So yeah. when you're pro- when you're purchasing the actual products, this is the size of them typically. So what you just had in your hand, yeah, it's big. And this trigger is it'll last you a long, long time. It's it's proven to work with the essential oils. Good. So the germ spigon is a disinfectant. And I will tell you because I, I do post all the ingredients. So you know, what really makes my potions different is um, the mixing of the specific essential oil blends. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're there specifically um, for function because I'm coming from this from a cleansing function. So while they do have um, aromatherapy benefits for you, they really, I'm looking at them very much in terms of a function when I put them in my products. So the germ spigon has a peroxide base. Okay. So, um, so it is a peroxide base. It is safe to spray on your hands. I do recommend, and what I did previously was I make what's called a hand cleanse. Mm, mm-hmm. So the hand cleanse is a blend of essential oils. It's a blend of tea tree, carrot seed oil, rosehip seed oil, and geranium. Really? Okay. Yeah. So it's incredibly, you know, it's another barrier to put on your skin. So I utilized it all the way through the, the basically influenza season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, with this coming on, I personally felt like if I was going to be in public, I wanted a little bit more protection. So I made the, the 2.7 ounce germ spigon so I could spray my steering wheel. Like if I had to go out, I could spray my steering wheel or my shifter, my car. Um, I use it on the carts if I have to go to the market. Right. You know, so it's, it's, it's for my own well-being. <coughs> Bless you. It's for my own well-being and and um, health, and hopefully for others. You know, because peroxide is considered an effective disinfectant against influenza, staph, MRSA, and COVID. That is great to know. 
Yeah, it is a wonder. I mean, it's really a wonder. Plus the wonderful thing about peroxide is, so you're saying like, oh, your parents steer one. Yeah, because it'll just evaporate. Mm-hmm. So for those hard to reach areas, mm-hmm. a fine mist spray is fantastic, which is the other opportunity about the one you've had in your hands. It's a fine mist spray. So for those things that are a little more difficult for us to get to, right? that's an excellent idea because it will just naturally evaporate. So really good to make sure we're disinfecting, again, those high touch surf areas at all times. Mm-hmm. So those high touch surfs are, 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 are probably seem somewhat obvious, but I think sometimes we forget what they are because we, they're just such a part of our everyday existence. Right. So things like our, our, um, our technology, you know, our iPads, our iPhones, things of that nature, your knobs, all your little knobs. We have lots of knobs and handles throughout our home and throughout our workspaces. We need to become yeah. aware of everything from the switches and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Light switches. Exactly. Even your garage door opener. I don't think people really think about that thing. The garage door opener, um, the one in your vehicle, as well as the one in your home, you know, to be aware of. And again, this, I think this goes back to a sense of mindfulness, just really becoming mindful of your environment. I think, I think that's one of the things I'm really hoping comes from this is that there is a new increased sense of awareness of our space and how we interact with our spaces, not just with each other, but our physical living spaces. Right, right. So, you know, speaking of the physical living spaces, you help people with clutter and just organizing the chi in the house, that is mm-hmm. the, the flow of energy through mm-hmm. the house. Mm-hmm. All right. So what, what kind of tips do you have for people to improve the, the energy flow? Well, first and foremost, um, I would say your front door. Ah, the front door is your mouth of chi. So it's where the energy enters your home or your workspace. And that is how we actually orientate the Bagua map. So the Bagua map is our energetic map of your space. Mm -hmm. Um, I liken it to the uh, map of the meridians of the body. Sure. So, you know, rather where where you're looking for the, the body, we're looking at the living space. And that can be landscape, your workspace, it could be your desk. So we apply the Bagua map and from that, we apply it from the entrance. So your entrance is critical because that is your mouth of chi. And as we're entering spring and the temperatures are getting a little bit better Mm -hmm. and we're looking, I believe we're in for some really beautiful weather this weekend. Oh, nice. So I hear, (laughs) um, I would really get back on going outside and look at your front door, you know, ask yourself, is my front door welcoming? Is it well lit? Yeah. Can, you know, is, is the paint in good repair? Um, are my doorknobs clean? Are we cleaning those doorknobs on a regular basis for ourselves as well as for the guests we welcome? What about your mailbox? Is it full of dust and debris? You know, really think about taking some time to clean that area, number one. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's we're coming towards the end of winter. So we're coming down the sleepy hibernation phase and we're in spring. And things are reawakening and it's time for growth. So let's dispose, you know, let's, let's let go of that time by cleansing that space. Right. And then think about how would I like someone to feel when they approach my front door? Mm. What kind of message would I like to send to visitors? Is my space welcoming? Do you feel safe? Is it well lit? And think about it too, not only from a daytime perspective, but from a nighttime mm. perspective. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Right. So those are some good starter tips. <laughs> Yeah. Now, where did you learn and study feng shui? So I worked with uh, Tara Catherine Collins, and it's the Western School of Feng Shui. 
Nice. So I practice what's considered essential feng shui. Essential feng shui. Is there essential feng shui? There are different types of feng shui. So um, I I would say it's akin to thinking of uh, it is not a religion. So before I want to make this metaphor, I want to make that very clear. It is not a religion. It predates all religion, and I would say, if nothing else, it would support whatever your uh, spiritual practice is. So with that said, I'm going to use the metaphor of Christianity because I think it's one that most of us can relate to. Sure. Okay. So if we think of Christianity, there's basically Christianity and there's two main branches for the most part. There's Catholicism, correct? And then you have Lutheran, right? Protestant, yeah. Or Protestant. Mm -hmm. But from that, there's many branches, Right. Mm-hmm. Even Catholic, even in Catholicism, there's different rituals or practices. The same thing, obviously, when we're looking at Protestant mm-hmm. or Lutheran, correct? So I would think of feng shui like that. There's the compass school, which is one of the main branches, or I guess limbs. We should call them limbs if we're going to use a proper metaphor, right? Limbs. Mm-hmm. And then the other main limb off the trunk would be what's considered form. And form is historically... Um, where feng shui began historically it was for the royals Mm. in asia and i brought up safety to you previously that's my number one concern that's because in the what originated as an oral tradition which was not allowed initially to be written down and shared with others because again it was for the royalty (laughs) um their primary concern was the protection of the royal family And then their second concern was comfort, mm-hmm. or I would say in today's modern world, we refer to as your well-being. Oh, mm-hmm. right. And then third would be beauty. So they were really looking at the landmass in terms of situating the structure and what would be what would allow for the most what would be allowed for the most protection, as well as the comfort, as well as what was beautiful. Right. So that's really how it originated in that regard. And then, of course, everything becomes more distilled through time, I believe, and also through culture. Oh, right. So. You know, that kind of strikes me as, as uh, unexpected that beauty would be further down because mm-hmm. I always think of, you know, Asian cultures as, you know, very beautiful and mm-hmm. doing a lot of things for, for an aesthetic reason. So that's mm-hmm. very interesting, but it does, uh, I understand that it does help the, just like we have blockages in the body that block our chi, we can have blockages in our, in our home that, uh, that do this. Mm-hmm. So what kind of things do you look at when you're going into somebody's home? Um, I look for a number of things cause I'm coming in not only with my feng shui eyes, Right. But again, I am concerned about your overall health and well-being. So I'm also looking for unseen toxicities because we have a lot of toxicities in our home that we're not aware of. And the one thing I would like people to be aware of is that as we're spending more time indoors, mm-hmm. which I think is changing our relationship with our spaces and our awareness, be aware that there is greater air pollution inside indoor air versus outside. Oh, that's so. A- it's, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's just a very good point. So I would often recommend, especially on days like today, taking some time as the weather warms up today, because it's going to be here in the 70s, I believe, in Kansas City today. And I'm sure in the weeks preceding, you know, following this, this podcast, our weather hopefully will continue to improve as we enter more spring. Take some time to open your windows and let some fresh air in. Let the house breathe. Literally let your space breathe. 
So the other thing I would say is you want to look at where there's dust and stagnation. Make sure that we're sweeping that out of your home and really intentionally think about it from a, you know, if we, if our intention is not just the removal of dirt and germs, but I'm letting go of this stagnant negative energy and I'm creating space for new energy to come in. Mm. So, and I always like to have something welcoming when you walk in the front door, something that's just in my mind, joyful. So, um, and you probably know this because we've been some events together. I always have um, mandarins with me. I always have a big bowl of mandarins. Yeah, I always <laughs> snag them too. <laughs> good, good. That's the whole point. It's, it's there to share. They're there to share. Because orange is considered a very joyful color. It just brings us joy, right? Plus the smell. I mean, who... Smell is our number one um, way of memory. So right. smells evoke memory. It's our strongest sense to memory. So most of us have a happy, joyful experience with an orange. And we recognize that our culture is something that's healthy for us, right? It's loaded with vitamin C. It's supportive. It's nutrition. So, you know, to me, it's a way of welcoming your guests. It's a way of saying, this is a welcoming space where we support your health and well-being. We're sharing that with you. It's an exchange of energy. Mm-hmm. So hence why I always have them at events or at talks or anything of the sort. So when I keep them in my, in my we, literally when you walk in the front door of my home, there's a credenza and right smack in the middle is always a bowl of citrus. Always. Nice. So, yeah. So I think that's important. Or flowers, bring in some living nature into your home throughout your space. Things that make you happy. I'm not real big on curative. I'm not real big on saying that, you know, this crystal does this or that does that. Let's see what you respond to. Everyone responds differently to different items. And I think if we have a relationship with it, it really changes how we, um, our conversation with our space because so much of feng shui is unseen. It's that it's the balance of the seen and the unseen. So it's the yin yang of it, the balance of the seen and the unseen. So it's really about creating, you know, let's create um, a harmonic relationship with these two things. Oh, I so love it's imp- that. so it's important to bring things in that you respond to happily, right? That's that's a good thing, and share that with the guests in your home, right. Right, right. And so, you know, again, just the services that you provide, you come in and you do, you know, this feng shui consultation. How much of that do you help the client with to achieve this proper balance flow? As much or as little as they want. Got it. I really individualize my services. Um, I come into your home with the idea that this is your space. It's not my space. It's your space. And I'm there to guide you. And to help you create a harmony in your home, to create harmony between you and your space. Right. Oh, that's. And I try to share as much of the tools in my toolkit as possible with you so that you can continue that journey afterwards. Right. Really empowering your class. Yes. Yes. It's really important to me to empower and to share information. I do believe everyone deserves to live a more eco health and chief conscious lifestyle. Oh, right. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, just living in harmony with the, you know, the eco mm-hmm. part of well, it. And the everything. eco part of it. And just, um, we talked about like the toxicities in our home that we're unaware of. Yeah. So one of the things to be aware of is sense. We all love sense. We right. all love sense. I mean, as I said, they evoke memories and hopefully we'll create new memories, right? 
But let's do so in a way that supports our health and well-being. And I don't think people are aware of the fact they're they're seeing a lot of um, contains essential oils. But if you look on the background, it says natural fragrances. That's a code word. <laughs> it's a code word. <laughs> it's like natural on a food product. You know, it really doesn't have a lot of meaning to it. Um, furthermore, fragrances similar to your cleaning products have no regulation. Right. In fact, there's a lot less regulation on fragrances than there even is on cleaning products. They're considered a trade secret. Okay. So legally, you don't have to put anything. And, and there's a lot of testing being done. And they're finding out there's a lot of endocrine disruptors as well as chemicals that suppress our immune system. Right. So these are things we need. To, and they're also lung irritants. You know, So for people that have like allergies or asthma or are very sensitive, that is something to be aware of because... You know, you don't want to welcome a guest into your home and have them break out in hives because of something that you put in to make your home smell good, right? Right, right. So there are other ways to do this. Um, if it doesn't say 100% pure essential oils, then it has some sort of synthetic in it. And cost is a really good way to kind of figure that out. As we know, essential oils are not inexpensive. Right. Did you know that Radiate Wellness has a subscription-based premium content Facebook group? Think of it like the premium version of this free podcast. In this premium Facebook group, you can find great content like replays of online classes, meditations on angels, chakras, mindfulness, and more, guest speakers, mini classes, polls. Plus, you'll be the first to know of guests that we have scheduled for the podcast and can submit questions for them. You get all of this great content for one low monthly price, and the first month is half off. You can subscribe by going to radiatewellnesscommunity.com slash shop. Click the subscriptions button, and you're in. Also, while I have your attention, wherever you're listening to this free podcast, if you could just do us a couple of favors, please. One is go to hit the subscribe or follow button. Then you'll be notified of all of the episodes we have coming out each week. Also, please rate and review. It sounds really simple, but it helps us to grow our audience when people are looking for great podcasts. And when we grow our audience, we can do bigger and better things and bring you even more great guests. So please do those couple of things, and that will help us grow this audience and this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. So, but you also, a little bit goes a long way. I really want to stress that. I don't, um, essential oils, for example, it takes 2,500 pounds of lavender. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of lavender, right? Just think about that for a second. 2,500 pounds of lavender to make one ounce. That's cool. It's really, yeah, they're highly concentrated. It is the essence of the plant, right? It's the essence. So we only need a little bit to go a long way. Also, it's like most things, they're meant to be um, enjoyed for about 20 minutes and then, you know, let it go and then start something, you know, you can continue with the same thing or start something different. Wow. So um, well, I, I would say, mm -hmm. no, go ahead. Oh, I think the body even like after, like when you have that initial scent, that initial mm -hmm. smell, I think after a while, your body just becomes used to it and you don't smell it anymore too. That is so true. That is so true. So again, it, you are investing, right? 
So let's make the most of our investment and utilize them widely and with moderation. Like anything, moderation is best. Right. So, and there's some wonderful ways to do that. You can take some essential oils and put them on cotton balls and hide them throughout your house. Oh, that's a good idea. It's a great way to set something. And if you get bored or the season changes or your mood changes, do you know, remove those cotton balls and switch them out with something else for yourselves. Oh, absolutely. Oh, no, that's a great idea. And you can even do your car. <laughs> yes. Yes. You can do any space. You can do your car. You can do your office. You can right, do your, your office, office if you want it. So, um, and then if you really want to remove like a, something that's a little stinky, activated charcoal is a great thing to consider. Sure. You know, activated charcoal doesn't, it's not going to harm you. It's not going to harm the environment. You, know, you can even use it in conjunction with essential oils. Right. So, and they make activated charcoal filters that you can even put into your vents. Oh, that's nice. So that's something to consider. That's a thing to consider. And I do want to mention that there are some essential oils you should not use around pets. Yes. Yes. Um, well, I'll start with birds. Never use essential oils in the presence of birds. Okay. Any. Period. Okay. Okay. Um, cats, we have to be very cautious with because they lack the enzymes in order to break them down that we do. So... Um, I would say if you're utilizing them, you know, make sure that the cat is not in that space. The cat can get away from that space. I yeah. think if it's something simple in your cleaning products, you're fine. But if you're misting it through your space with a diffuser, you really need to be aware because that mist is going up into the air, right? And then it's dropping down. Exactly. And it gets on their little fur. Yeah. And what do cats and dogs do? They lick. Right. So we need to be really aware of that because then they're ingesting those essential oils. Right. And a majority of essential oils are toxic for cats and dogs. Mm -hmm. So I would be cautious of that regard. So if you're going to be doing a diffuser, make sure it's in an area where our furry friends are not. And that's probably a little bit more overly cautious than not, but I prefer to be overly cautious with our furry family. Yeah, but not so much. Exactly. Exactly. So again, the um, cleaning products would be okay though. It would be okay. I always tell people though, do be aware of the fact that when you're spraying, you know, if it's on a counter, make sure you wipe it up because really good, you know, because you don't, you know, cats have a tendency. I have a lot of, I have cats and they have a tendency of jumping up on things like countertops. Yeah, they do. So, but there are some, um, you know, do be aware of things like eucalyptus and tea tree they are, they have a little bit more toxicity in terms of animals. So for example, if I'm doing a bathroom, so tea tree is great to remove like mildew and mold. It's fantastic for that. Um, so, so is eucalyptus lemon is fantastic for the water stains, you know, those yellowy kind of water stains we get. So, um, if you look at my banish, all three of those are in the banish, which is also another disinfectant because it has a peroxide base with another disinfectant. And it has a little bit of mint. So people like as a shower spray. It's a great shower spray. Right, right, right. So I just say if you're utilizing it in your shower, one, make sure that you, know, you have the bathroom door closed because I don't want your furry friends, especially with the steam, mm-hmm. breathing that in. And two, when you spray your tile, because it works really good as a preventative so that we're not having a lot of scrubbing later with the grout, um, you know, just make sure that we keep the furry friends out of there until it dissipates. Good and fun. So, so I, I do think you need to be aware of the fact that what is safe for us isn't always safe for our furry friends. Mm-hmm. And every animal, just like every person is unique. Mm-hmm. So that's important to remember too. 
So, you know, I might tolerate something very well and you may not. Yeah. So um, we need to be respectful of that as well. Right. Well, I know there are certain perfumes that I, it just, I can't be around it at all. And everybody's different. Like you said. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I will be really honest with you. I don't tolerate any synthetic fragrance as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I can walk into a space like a large warehouse store, for example, and they could have mopped the far back end of it with pine fall. And if I smell it, it does irritate my lungs and I have a tendency to quickly get a migraine. It brings on migraines for me. So um, I am aware of that. And again, others may not, you know, they're my significant other. He's blissfully unaware blissfully unaware (laughs) which is I mean it's fine for him and good for him but I need to be aware because I need to make sure I'm supporting my health and well-being and I really look at it I'd rather be cautious and use less chemicals rather than more chemicals and you're always going to utilize some sort of chemical because water breaks down to a chemical exactly so you know I I don't say that my products are chemical free because it's insulting your intelligence (laughs) so um I, I don't use harmful chemicals. I use essential oils. I use things that are non-toxic and biodegradable. That's, that's critical. And there's a whole list of things that are not in there. But again, it's 100% transparent so that everyone knows what's involved so they can make a decision what's best for your health and well-being. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking at your website. It says, our sprays don't contain synthetic fragrances, formaldehyde. It's amazing what contains formaldehyde. Yeah. I don't even put emulsifiers in my products. Oh, You'll yeah. notice that all of, the, all of them say shake before use because oh, yeah. most, of, most emulsifiers on the market have some form of toxicity. So I really go to that level where I'm just like, you know what? We're, we're perfectly capable of giving something a good shake. I yeah. also think the process of shaking it alerts us to our relationship with what we're utilizing. It makes us mindful of what we're about to do. Mm-hmm. Rather than we're just automatically reaching and doing something, we have to become mindful of our action. That's a really good point. Yeah, absolutely. Because it gives you just a little bit more intention with it. Exactly. Exactly. You don't contain alcohol. No, alcohol, really. So what's the deal? There's, a lot, of, there's a lot of debate about alcohol and the environment. So I've just kind of stepped away from it. In place of alcohol, I tend to go more peroxide-based. Right. So because peroxide is just going to evaporate, so it does not damage our environment. Oh, okay. Good to know. Good to know. No phthalates, parabens. Of course, those are endocrine disruptors. Mm -hmm. Uh, No heavy metals. Good to Mm -hmm. know. So are there products that contain heavy metals? Yes, there are. There, there is. I would really recommend if people want to become better educated and right. really have some. Um, one, I, I cannot. The ewg.org is a fantastic website for information. Excellent. There's also a film that you can find often on Netflix. It's called Stink. S T I N K. It's a man's journey of he begins with the purchase of pajamas for his two small children. Yeah. And I'm sure we've all been those we purchased something, we open it, and it's like, wow, there's really a foul chemical scent to yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. And it begins that process of his relationship to understanding what caused that foul chemical scent and why is it there and what mm. what is what is what is that interaction with himself and his children at that point? How does that chemical scent affect us? Yeah. And what caused it. it? Oh, that's wonderful. I want to see that. 
I highly recommend it. I do highly recommend because again, I think information, the more we're informed, yeah, the better choices we can make for ourselves. Right. Right. And we can so. certainly lobby too. We can, you know, write to the yes. We yeah. can lobby. And I, I do think that as this law becomes enacted in California, it is obviously going to create some changes in the industry. Yeah, that's one of the so, big markets is California. So something mm-hmm. needs to be compliant for California, mm-hmm. then they're not going to make two different formulas. No, but if that does not regulate the fragrance part of it. No, that's true. That's true. So we need to be aware of that. And fragrances are just about everything. I mean, there's companies now that, um, you know, are, are um, you can get contracts to create fragrances within your space. So like you can go to a commercial space, like in a lobby of a building mm-hmm. and they're pumping in synthetic fragrances. So um, I know a lot of real estate agents like to utilize scents because, you know, again, we want to create a welcoming environment if we're trying to sell a home during an open house, correct? Mm-hmm. But there's so many alternatives to these synthetics that are better for you, your prospective clientele, mm-hmm. and again, for our environment. Yeah, you can so. bake cookies. You definitely bake cookies and then you can share those cookies, right? <laughs> so, um, and if you really feel like it, share the recipe. <laughs> so, I mean, and that's far more fun and interactive. And I mean, if you shared the recipe and you had like your card attached to it and something to follow up with, people will remember you. So it's a nice takeaway um, versus I walked into that house, I smelled something and I left because I got a headache. <laughs> Been there, done that. Yeah. So, yes. So it didn't help you want to stay there, right? <laughs> so, no. Um, and you didn't have a good memory then because now your memory is attached to not feeling well, right? Exactly. So we want to attach our memories to something that we feel well, we feel joyful, we're excited. Hey, we're right? uplifted. Yes. Uplift. Let's uplift that energy. Exactly. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, you know, something I'm, I'm also looking at your website to sure. witchy aromatherapy spells. You've got spells. Yeah. So again, this, this goes the idea of, you know, smells for a home, right? Right. So I refer to it as aromatherapy for your home and well-being. Yeah. There is 11 witchy spell sprays. Yeah. Um, all of my products were developed um, because of my clients. Right. So my clients would say, oh, Trish, you know, today I'm not really feeling quite myself. I have like a headache. My sinuses are kind of bad. Do you know anything that kind of helps with this? Right. So I created a Hexphere Vex. A Hexphere Vex is one of my spell sprays. Um, and I will be honest with you, this time of year, I'm using my Hex, my Vex a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, yeah. it's a great thing because it helps open up the sinuses. But at the same time, even if you're not looking at it from that kind of perspective, it is a wonderful, just, it is a fragrance that lifts and it cleanses and purifies the air. Right, right. Which, you know, and, and again, they last about 20 minutes or so because it's an essential oil blend. So um, mine are highly concentrated. I will tell you that. And the 2.7 ounce sprays is approximately 45 drops of mm-hmm. oils so they are highly concentrated right again um you can go a little more bang for your buck at about halfway full you can you know add more distilled water mm-hmm. and so shake, you know i mm-hmm. make sure you always shake it we always have to shake exactly always shake um it's great for your pillows for your linens curtains things of that nature um i do say if you're going to be spraying 
Um, again, if you have furry friends in the house, let's spray things that they're not laying on. Okay. So like curtains are a great place. Um, right. because even like hex, even like a hex here, vex, there's, there are, um, essential oils in there that are known to help prevent pests. So this time of year, we don't really want pests coming in. So if we spare our curtains, it kind of helps keep those pests away while at the same time Protecting. creating. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, just, so there's ways. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say there's ways to do this that support all of your family members, four-legged as well as the two-legged. <laughs> Well, yeah, and children too. Children are sometimes very sensitive to these things. Children are very sensitive because their lungs aren't fully developed. Right. Um, so they are. Um, and I would say, you know, it is general practice that anyone under the age of two that you speak to your naturopath or your physician about before utilizing essential oils. That is just general standard safety practice, you know, before the age of two. Um, I will tell you, I have several clients with small children and one of their favorite things to do is to use my sleep, my pretty before bed. Mm. It's a nice blend of lime, which is a great cleansing and purifying scent. Mm -hmm. And then it has cedar wood oil, which is cedar wood is a natural sedative, right? And lavender is adaptogen. So paired with these, it becomes very calming, which is often what we associate lavender to. So I have a number of clients whose young children, it's become part of their bedtime ritual. Yeah. Yeah. Like how when they spray their pillows and then they get ready for bed and they come in the bed and they read their bedtime story. Yeah. And it just helps bring them into a state of calm and peace and good sleep. Oh, that's wonderful. And yeah. it's a nice ritual. It's a good ritual. You know, we all need to have a good ritual before bed. We do. Yeah. And scent, it just does relax you, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, another favorite one is Hocus Pocus Focus. So while the names are, the names are meant to be fun, they I are, again, <laughs> they so are fun. well, I try to keep fun in this. I think it's important that we have fun, right? Um, so Hocus Pocus Focus has a lot of, it has rosemary in it and rosemary is known to support our memory and to help us become centered. Nice. Yeah. So that's one of the several sense in there, but rosemary is one of them. And rosemary is associated to memory and center. It's also good for headaches. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Rosemary and so, are great for that. Yeah. So, so while I don't treat, I mean, my, my focus is your space. It's always your space and your interaction with your space. I am aware that some of these oils also help they affect the body, but that's not my expertise. That would be for others. Um, but I, I do know that rosemary helps us maintain centered and focused, which is important. Help us maintain centered and focused. A great thing also to consider for like your yoga mat. Oh yeah. You know, or be, before you begin your meditation practice. Speaking of yoga mats, um, it's important we keep those clean. It's really important we keep those clean. That's a really good place to spray that germs be gone or the banish. Good. Yeah, they'll naturally evaporate. If your yoga mat's really getting kind of you know, it needs, those are disinfectants. And I think I should probably comment on this since we're so concerned about cleanliness right now. Oh, yeah. Um, there is a difference between cleaning and disinfecting. Okay, good to know. So I think that's important. <laughs> so cleaning is really about removing dirt and grime. That's what cleaning is about. Disinfecting is more about, is it antibacterial? Is it antiviral? Is it antimicrobial? 
those are more disinfectant aspect of it, right? We're really thinking now about sanitation. So um, if something is dirty, we need to clean it before we disinfect it. So that's just a good FYI. <laughs> no. So you clean it first and then you disinfect it. Exactly. Exactly. And the other thing about disinfectants is it really needs to be on a surface for a minimum of 30 seconds. Right. And that's true whether you're utilizing a product like mine or if you're utilizing a, a more commercially known product. 30 second minimum. Right. That it's that it's wet, that it's on the, the surface. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we need, it needs some time to do its job. Right. It's not instantaneous. Right. So it needs a little bit of time to do its job. Right. Well, I know in schools they have, especially in schools where the children are um, like eating at their desk, or mm-hmm. even in cafeterias, they're often asked to take a, a spray or a cleaning wipe and wipe down mm-hmm. the tables. And I just think, oh my gosh, these little hands mm-hmm. don't necessarily need to be using this. No, they do not necessarily need to be using this. And, and I will share something with you. Actually, I have a good friend who teaches in a, a a low-income school district. Mm-hmm. So every year, the Clean Witch donates oh. germs gone to her classroom. I love it. So she's an ECE teacher. She's currently teaching kindergarten, was teaching kindergarten prior to this. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in the state of Missouri, and I'm not sure about Kansas, but in the state of Missouri, on preschool, they must use a mixture of bleach and water. That is state-regulated. Yeah. Which I find very disconcerting because bleach is an irritant to our lungs and it suppresses our immune system. So I don't see how that's helping our little ones live healthy. But just again, this is where I encourage you to learn more so that if this, if this is something that upsets you, you can, you know, lobby, like you said, use your voice, lobby for your children's health and well-being. Um, that's, I mean, is that a necessary rule? Let's, let's, you know, is, is there a better methodology? But for some reason, at the magic age of five, you can use anything. So, wild. Is that wild? To me, it has no, um, there's no logic or rationale. So, um, so she can utilize my, now she's teaching kindergarten, she's allowed to utilize it. <laughs> so um, she does go around and she sprays the dust for the kids. Mm-hmm. And then she gives them a microfiber to wipe. Yeah. So, and microfibers are great because microfibers actually um, are known to do a better job of absorbing. And you can also wash them. Yes. You know, for example, I put all of mine through a sanitary wash cycle, always. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when they are no longer good for cleansing, they can become good for something else. A lot of times that becomes like something, a cloth that we might use like for um, auto-based stuff or, you know, something a little more grimy, you know, in household that kind of a thing. Yeah. So it's a really good way. Again, paper towels, again, environmental load. So how do we, you know, Balance. so, mm-hmm. and something interesting, she shared with me, the kids get really excited. Really? About, they ask about when this time is coming, that they get to clean their desk. They get really excited about it. They love the way it smells. Yeah. And she says it really centers them and that she's noticed that their kids are well, better, well, are better behaved. Oh, I love Which that. Which isn't really surprising to me because synthetic fragrances, which are in a lot of cleaning products, mm-hmm. are, um, have relationships to things like ADD. Oh my gosh. 
Wow. So, you know, again, it's just, it's something to be aware of. I mean, I use synthetic fragrances for the vast majority of my life. Prior to my acupuncturist gentle nudge to consider my living environment, um, I will confess that if you'd gone into my space prior to that gentle nudge, I had small containers of um, sprays of bleach water throughout my entire space because I was trying to eradicate all the germs, right? Right. So I mean, so I, I mean, I did what I thought we were supposed to do. That's what most of us do. We do what we think we're supposed to do to be healthy and to support our well-being. And and when he brought that to my attention, I did a lot of research and I was like, wow, I, I'm doing the complete opposite of what my entire goal was. And I can tell you from my own experience, I noticed a measurable difference once I removed it from my space. I'll bet. I'll bet. Because so. you're used to having headaches all the time, of irritation, um, mm-hmm. you don't have that anymore. The biggest thing was just the asthma. It made such a difference for, the, for my lungs, for my asthma. Mm-hmm. So um, because at the time I was living in a loft downtown, you know, mm-hmm. in what's now the crossroads, this is before it was quite the crossroads. Mm-hmm. Um, my background is studio. I'm a studio artist. So right. I'm a painter. Um, you know, and again, I don't go with judgment with people in their homes because I paint. Oil paints have a heavy metal load to them. I'd be the first to admit it. There are toxicities to them. I say it's a way of kind of picking my poisons. Yeah. You know, you got to balance here. You know, painting is my passion. I do it when I can. I will be frank and honest and saying as I age, I have found different ways of making art that support my health and well-being. You know, to me, even making these products it's very artistic for me coming in and helping you stage your space or defunct your space is another way of utilizing my artistic ability. It's design and feng shui are different. They're not the same, right? but right. they can work beautifully together. So it's a nice way of pairing two things I'm very passionate about. But, um, but like I say, I don't go with judgment. I think everyone they're in your own space and I think anyone's going to say, I'd like to learn how to live more eco-health and chi-conscious. Let's start with where you are and help get you to where you're comfortable. You can always grow, right? We're constantly growing and changing. Right, right. Oh, that's excellent. Excellent. Well, Trish, is there, we've talked about so much. So we have talked about a lot. Much, right? Um, and just let's see very recently uh, about the same time I'm recording this I recorded a, an episode with the toxin terminator and she uh, <laughs> talks about some um, you know other toxins in the house so this is really uh, very useful information and very good information um, I do want to direct our listeners to thecleanwitch.com which is your website it's going to be thank you all. absolutely we'll put that in the show notes as well is there anything that we haven't talked about Trish anything that you think is you want to hit again or is worth knowing? I just think during this very uncertain time, right. To know that our spaces, whether they be a temporary space or a permanent space can be a source. It can become uh, for sanctuary. It can become our sanctuary. So it's really about how we choose to interact in that space, the relationship we choose to have with it. And it begins with just being mindful begins with mindfulness right right so i just ask everyone to start there to start becoming aware of their relationship with their space and how it affects your day-to-day experience in all aspects right no i love that that's a great that's a great point right because we're all 
during this time, and I'm sure by the time this episode drops, we're still going to be dealing with uh, the pandemic situation and spending more time in indoors, even when some of the restrictions are lifted, we're still going to be spending mm-hmm. a lot of time indoors. And mm-hmm. um, we want it to be a sanctuary. We do. We do want it to be a sanctuary, whether again, that's our home or your office, right? I mean, I'm talking to you in your office right now. And I, you, and as you walk in your office, the, as you open that door, you should feel like a, you're able to take a deep breath in and just relax and be at peace, right? It's a place that you want to be at peace with. Yeah. You know, where you can promote healing and betterment of others. Right. Exactly. Just have that chi consciousness. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I really believe that you can be more eco-health and chi conscious and it'll conjure your joy. Just start there. Yeah, conjuring joy. I love it. Trish Breed is the clean witch conjuring joy in our homes and in our lives. Thank you so much for for sitting down and making the time to talk with me today, Trish. It's been really fun and informative. Thank you, Christy. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, absolutely. Radiate Wellness is a community of holistic and alternative healers and consultants based in the Kansas City area dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.